Hi there kids, what you're about to listen to is an improvised comedy podcast, so none of this is medical advice. If you want medical advice or medical care, contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, featuring Dr. London Smith. When he's not playing sports, he's reading medical reports. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to Jock Doc, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, London Smith. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We received some feedback that I have been using some unnecessarily complex terminology, such as thigh and fluid, and I will try to use more common words in the future in order to help each and every listener to keep learning at the same pace together. Here to help me with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, hey, hey. Unlike me, he doesn't spend so much time in the doctor's lounge, so he gets to hear about what's really going on in the world. So don't be surprised if he makes a small note once or twice to help keep the podcast on track. Also with us is DJ Dylan in the house. Plus, Cameron has informed me that we may have a guest arriving a little later. So keep listening for that. Uh, Before we move on, I would briefly like to address a question posed by one of our listeners, uh, Ted Fatsman. Um, He said, my saltines came out sour. Should I put them back in the oven? So, um, first of all, I would like to thank you for contacting us at Jock Doc so repeatedly. Though we did receive this email the first time, uh, we would appreciate it if you refrained from sending the same message uh, 93 times. Despite that, it is, of course, always a pleasure to hear from our listeners. Oh, he, I think he, he contacted my mom. About the podcast? Well, about the saltines. Okay, did, did she answer this question? Because I was about to say I'm not. She said, ask Dr. London. Oh, okay, so he went to her first. No, he went to you. Then he was like, I, I, I'm guessing here. I don't know this guy. Okay. It sounds like he went to you. Then after 70 something times, contacted my mom. Logical move. And right. then she's made the logical move to say, contact Dr. London about it. Because you are, that does make the most sense in my mind. Okay, well, I'm. Okay, I, I for one have never um had to bake saltine crackers again because whenever you buy them, they're already baked crackers. It sounds like this person, his crackers are a little soggy. Okay, if that that maybe he got them wet, I didn't think of that. Maybe they aren't uh, packaged. So I so would are say, you gonna help the man or you're not? Okay, so I guess with that in mind, um, I would say for one thing, always double check the recipe and make sure you are using the correct ingredients because my suspicion was that maybe he'd doused them in water to cook them or something or doused them in something so my advice would be double check that recipe because as far as i know uh most saltine usually people don't cook with saltines but if they do my guess is that oh you've never eaten soup this is part of dr london's elitism he's never eaten a cup of soup never gone down to the soup store and Uh, just ordered a bowl of you know you know chicken soup yeah for the soul right right well normally you have a the the crackers are separate from that and they're come straight out of the package never had never never gotten cold 
No, okay, I have. And I... The heat was too expensive, like the rest of us had to deal with, and we got to eat a cup of soup. Dr. Lennon okay, just well... turns the heat on. Doesn't matter what his bill looks like at the end of the month when you're Dr. London. Right. This is the kind of stuff, man. Right. Well, okay. Well, the in any case. just is not, they just, they're not going to get this. Okay. Oh, they're not going to. Okay. Well, I can. Just tell the man how to get his soggy crackers to not be soggy anymore. Okay. So my, my advice, I'm going to go ahead and just, my advice that I have would be to double check that recipe um, and make sure that your ingredients are correct. Uh, and this rule applies to everything from cooking to chemistry. But um, above all, keep practicing. Uh, you'll get there. Once again, thanks for reaching out. And I, I think we can, I, I think we need to be making initiatives to uh, kind of connect with our fans a little bit more. So I think that if you're dealing with soggy saltines, maybe just send them into the studio. And then no. you can deal with them and then mail them back. No, I okay, I don't so think So just that go would... ahead. You can find our address online. Okay, on that's LinkedIn. not a... Uh, send in your soggy crackers and we'll uh, ship them right back to you. And you can put them in any soup you want. Dr. London is against soup, but you can put in any soup. Uh, now for a tale from uh, the world of hospitalist inpatient life. I was doing rounds Ooh. one day... Right. I was, I was doing rounds one day and had a patient who was extremely angry. She was infuriated that another consulting physician had casually told her that this patient was obese, and she found that to be insulting. Uh, now, to clarify, calling someone fat as an insult, that's inappropriate, right? But um, the terms overweight, obese, and uh, morbidly obese, they are all clinical terms based on a patient's body mass index, or BMI. Uh, and that's a calculation based on an individual's height and weight. So, this patient had a BMI of over 30, which puts her in the category of obesity. I cannot speak for the tone used by the, the other physician, but uh, obesity itself is considered a diagnosis, and using that term uh, is not necessarily an insult. I think it's maybe just probably the way you said it, because the way you say a lot of things, it comes off as an insult. Okay, well, in this instance, it wasn't actually me who said they were mad at... Or, right, uh, it it wasn't actually you. I I understand how you know shows like this work. Okay. Well. Oh yeah, this patient, not my patient, but another doctor's patient. I don't remember his name. What's his name? Mystery guy, anonymous. Okay. But it's probably. I mean, you probably went up to this person. You said, "Hey, you stupid, you, you fat bitch. You're so obese," and that kind of stuff is inappropriate in a in a professional setting. To so just walk up to someone and be like, "Why do you?" Like, why do you look the way that you look? There's something wrong with you. You're messed up. I just, personally, I would I would be offended at that. Okay, and I think that I would be too. Uh, to clarify, it it wasn't me that did that, but that that just is true, you Cameron. That'd be... You look, you just, what's wrong with you? Are you talking to me now? Oh, just eat, just eat another McDonald's. You're just going to eat McDonald's every I single just... day, every single day, every single meal? Uh, okay. Oink, 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 oink. You can't say stuff like that, Doctor London. I, I agree with you that I that I should not end. This little piggy went to the hospital. Inappropriate for such a professional setting. I, uh, and once again, I agree. And it anyway. Let's we'll go ahead and move on to today's topic. Okay. Okay. Right. So today's topic is um the intestinal tract. So you have a small and a large intestine, but don't let those names fool you. The small intestine is very large, 20 feet long, 
But uh, it's Yowza. small. Yeah, it's small in diameter, though. That's where it gets its name. The large intestine, on the other hand, is comparatively short at five feet long, but is uh, much wider um, in diameter. I, uh, I was trying to be proactive about this podcast. Right. So I had contacted the uh, American Gastroenterological Association. Okay. See if we could try to get maybe a doctor, one of your colleagues, yeah. to uh, talk about what you're wanting to talk about on the show. Okay. Is that and our so, guest? Or... No, I, I had gotten in contact um, with a doctor, uh, Robert Hughes. Okay. Um, and then he he contacted me back and he said, um, the American Gastroenterological okay, well, Association okay. um, considers us traitors to the medis- medical field um, and oh, um, demands that we don't talk about uh, the intestinal tract anymore um, and you... Um, your children and your children's children will not be allowed to be a member of the American Gastrophological Association. Um, now that said, they were they were throwing around like words like we have lawyers that can kind of shut this down. You're, you're doing a disservice okay. to the American public by th- th- this kind of inane show. But I mean, like, I mean, you can probably still talk about it, right? Like, what are they really going to do? Well. Is that based on something that you sent to them, or is it based on the podcast itself? Because I feel oh, like I had been sent pretty... them a, a couple episodes of the podcast, and, and that's when he said, "You're a traitor to the field of medicine, to the American I, people." That's because um, I've if I've stuck to. I, I mean, he said. I mean, he he talks a lot about your looks specifically, um, which I thought was probably too far. It sounds. He said you look. He called you Gumby. Huh. Um, but that sounds odd to me. But uh, I, and Gumby's an odd insult to use. Uh, wh- he kept saying Doctor Gumby, and he kept saying, "I bet his arms stretch out like Gumby." Okay, I, it's almost like it's hard to take that as an insult. It doesn't sound that bad, but maybe from a the, gastroenterologist, through context, it seemed like it was supposed to be extremely pointed and mean. Okay, well, I'm I'm very sorry to hear that. I guess I can uh. I guess I can cut the the lesson I, a little short just today. It. Just you can just do whatever you want. It's so the I'll, internet, baby. Well, I'll I'll say I'll finish I'll finish a little bit. There's the, no here. FCC regulations here. We can do what we want. Is that true? Because you usually manage that kind of I thing. I have no idea. I assume so. Okay. Have you seen some of the stuff online? Uh, yeah, like people posting all sorts of things. I mean, I go to like scholarly sources and but people don't usually post yeah people post all sorts of things you can just post whatever okay okay well um in any case i guess we'll go ahead and uh move move on from the the lesson today that because i was going to talk about how you know it goes in small intestine small intestine absorbs sort of the food large intestine absorbs more of the the fluid the water from Mm -hmm. the food but uh and then it comes out as poop um Oh, oh, Dr. London. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry that. Oh, finally having some fun on this show, huh? I, oh, I guess so. That is gross. Which now that you say that for the one time that we've been threatened with with legal issues, so hopefully that that will turn out okay. Well, Dr. London, maybe you can actually help me out with something um, mm-hmm. kind of relating to this. I've been brewing this beer lately. Okay. And the my main complaint that I've heard. And I think that it's just a coincidence. I think with, you know, 
the you know human growth hormones that are in all of our foods these days mm-hmm. and you got soy but also all these chemicals and stuff there's all there's all sorts of factors but every person that has drink it has stopped pooping and has not started again okay that so doesn't... i don't think it's constipation because people when they talk about constipation they usually talk about it in periods of time like say they say i was constipated for 72 hours these people have it's the function has stopped which i think is a positive thing That that doesn't sound good. That sounds like um, uh, are are these all in elderly patients or in younger or all ages? Okay, I, I would from five to, I uh, well twenty five is probably the oldest. The, you should not be giving this drink to anyone. And why are you giving five year olds beer? Well, I mean it's beer that I brewed safely, so there's not going to be needles in it, which is what a lot of people worry about. Their kids go door to door getting beer from neighbors, right? No, it's because of the alcohol content. I would say probably once a month, kids knock on my door, they ask for beer, and then what you're supposed to do as a nice neighbor is, you know, give them beer. So, but a lot of parents get a little strict about it because you know they worry about needles in the beer and all sorts of things. But now that I'm doing it my on on my own, I can ensure that it's safe. But they have just stopped pooping. Well, and it's not even just stopped pooping. It, it, from the way they describe it, it just sounds like the the function, anything that happens below the neck has stopped. Does that make sense? Are they breathing okay? Because that uh, is below the neck. I mean, I don't know. They're telling me these they, things. Okay, so they, they can speak. Or they're texting me these things. So, I mean. Uh, that, And these are, you have children coming up to your house Asking for beer. Yeah. Do you not? No, that sounds like like five-year-old children coming up to your house asking for beer. I mean, there's one five-year-old kid. Most of them are six plus. But there is there is one kid who is five. Okay, well, it's still... Under, under ten years old, it's kind of unusual, very unusual to be seeking out alcohol so sort of publicly, it seems. And aggressively, especially. too. They are they pushy about it? I mean, they do push me. Yes, try to get into my house. Yes. Well, that, that okay. So I would say probably stop ser- stop serving that. Probably stop making that. Find it. Find it. Like Google a recipe instead of uh, brewing it. Whatever you're making, because it sounds like it's causing medical issues. Again, but it, and like I don't think it's well, the needle aspect that I think it's the. Let's file this away. We can come back to right. it after a couple weeks when I once I have a little more data, so I understand. It, exactly. Well, it sounds like you're experimenting it's, on people. Essentially, well, it sounds. Things sound like some things sometimes, but are really other things that aren't the thing that sound like, as well. I don't. Okay, maybe, I can agree with you. On, let's move on. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, do we have any sponsors today? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, if you, basically, if you want beer, just contact me. Um, okay, no. Just, if you, just hit me up. Um, honestly, just text me if you have my number. I think you can find it on the LinkedIn. So, I mean, if you're there, if you're there on the page to get the address for, um, mailing back those crackers, 
just please don't do that while you're there just leave a note maybe like on the cracker package saying like hey ship me some beer and i'll i'll shoot some your way (sighs) okay well so cameron's beer it doesn't have a name yet i've got to figure that out i think like beer buddy well it's it sounds like it's harmful i i don't think you should but we can okay we can move on um do we have a guest today we do okay okay good all right, uh, and who is the guest? Uh, it's that person over there. Oh, oh, hey. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, my Hello. name is London, uh, Dr. London Smith, and this is Jock Doc. Uh, what was your name? And just, I'm going to start doing this with all of our guests from now. If you think Dr. London's being kind of mean, you can just kind of tell me, and oh. I'll take care of it. Oh, okay. Because okay. he, the way, the way he kind of bullies people is kind of aggressive. Oh, oh, okay. Um, and... I, some would maybe consider it assault, but go ahead. I, I I did not pick up on that um that energy right off the bat, but uh. Thank you. As as we progress um through this session, you'll I, see it. Yeah. Oh, I you know if you, you you obviously seem very confident in this decision, mm-hmm. um, but I I tend to see the best in everyone that I oh, encounter. That I, sounds great. Same, I do the same. I try, I try, I really do. Um, as far as names go, I, I, I'm not sure I can give you my legal name for purposes of certain um, conditions of just uh, legality. Okay. Uh, if you know, I, I, ha- I, I deal in certain uh, mystic paraphernalia and properties that some might call narcotic in nature. So okay. Well, I, oh. Okay. Okay. And and so you know, I I, I just um I've been places um spiritually, mentally, uh, metaphysically, um esoterically that I, I I just don't think the law enforcement of today's generation could comprehend. If if that makes any they sense, they just can't handle it. That can't handle that, what you're putting out. I I think this is so. Why I brought this guy. In. That's yeah. I he's been telling me some stuff that's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, but so, but but my friends they uh they give they gave me a nickname um because of a dream I had once, um where I was floating down into an eternal abyss and as a as a raven and so naturally, Ravenhole um was the name I I adopted. So you can you can call me Ravenhole. Mm-hmm. A ho- hole of the raven also works. Yeah. Or holy. H- holy raven uh, is is new to me, but I I will accept that as well. Ravenhole. Ravenhole. Okay, and that's. Uh, would you think of that as a first and last name, um, or as one? More of a first life, second life kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not sure which one came before. It was the hole first, or the raven, or the raven and the hole. But they both go hand in hand, I think. Okay, so, so what you're what you were kind of hinting at earlier, I feel like was. Uh, if, if I just may ask sort of bluntly, um, are you a drug dealer? Oh, uh, that's a harsh term. I, to, uh, I, I, I just want to say right here, we do not, uh, we, we don't endorse drugs or anything right, like yeah, that, but we nothing, do endorse yeah. experiences. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, we heavily, heavily, heavily endorse and promote experiences. I like that. I like this guy. I like okay. This well, guy. hold on. Cause and that's why you gotta listen to this guy it's talk, like man. Prescription. The stuff he says. Because if I mean, a doctor, I was hanging out at his apartment the other day, yep. and the stuff he was laying. Down. Oh man, thank you. Because if a 
if a doctor prescribes a drug, then that's been through some someone who has you know the the clinical oh, knowledge. Oh, of course. Well, I, I really if don't. If Doctor London yeah. prescribes mm-hmm. something, it's mm-hmm. the best thing in the world. It's going to heal you of all your diseases. Yeah. Oh, I'm sick, Doctor London. Give me some drugs. Push pills down my throat. Oh, well. But I was at this guy's apartment, mm-hmm. and the stuff he he was giving me. I don't know, man. We were, yeah. Different different worlds, different lives. I I believe you even adopted a name, but have you forgotten it? Well, I thought I was Ravenhole. Oh. So, um... You just kept saying it over and over again, but that didn't make it your own. Well, I think I'm gonna... I I think I'm just gonna call myself Ravenhole as well. That's okay. Yeah. That's fine. How about you call yourself Ravenhole, and I'll go by Hole, hole of Raven for now. Um... Let's see. Do I want to be Ravenhole or... This is an opportunity to change it up. I've got to think about this for a second. To change it up from I could be today. Foxhole. I, could I be like, think of think of what can rolls like off the tongue well like with hawk. beer buddy, beer hawk. buddy, Ravenhole. Ooh, beer buddy, Ravenhole. How about Raven beer hole beer? Ravens holes, holes of the Raven buddy. Nope. Beers. Hole of the Raven. Hole of the Raven buddy beer. Uh, hole Raven. My hole with beer. And ravens. So Raven hole beer buddy beer hole raven. It's a palindrome. Ooh, think of it like a tavern, like the Raven hole and the beer buddies at Raven hole. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very folky, very Lord of the Rings, very Middle Earth. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, for, for my sake, I I I get that you feel like you're on sort of a journey with your name. I'm gonna go ahead and call you Cameron still, if that's okay. Just Ooh, Cameron it, Still, I love that double Cameron yeah, like Still, still like waters. Still Waters of the Cameron. That you would see maybe like a raven landing on some Still Waters. A raven hole, even. No, no, Doctor no. London. Oh my gosh, that's okay. Yeah, that's disgusting. Sexualized. I see how this is. All right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so tell us about raven your, hole. Um, yeah. What you okay? Is is your full time job? Um, the I guess experiences. selling or is or do you do uh do you have another job like a day job good question um good good question i i did and i i still technically on linkedin i think i do go under one job title on linkedin link on the linkedin i do hold one job um and have for the last 12 years but in i i'm not sure i I don't think i ever put an end date do do you get a paycheck for that, or is that just a social media listing that you selected? I believe I have myself listed as an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur. Um, and I, I think that, you know, we, you know, we hemorrhage a lot of money when our startup kind of culture. So uh, pr- technically, I don't think I've had a paycheck from that job. Okay. Because but, you know, I mean, I mean, Amazon didn't start making money until like two years ago. Right? Isn't that just how startups work these days? CEOs, you know, it, it's not about the profit. It's about... Uh, kind of getting names, getting your name out there. Okay, I thought you were going to say about the product, but do you... No, it's definitely not about the product. Definitely okay. not. Okay, so... Which so is experiences. The product is experiences, right? In the in the pill form. Oh, so. I would not... No, no I, I tend to work... Or tablet? In, it's mostly gummies, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what sort of... um? They're... 
You said you said narcotics earlier. I, whoa, I, that's what I've been labeled as, and I'm trying to, you know, Cameron, back me up here. I, I would, uh, some of the discrimination that people face today, that people throw words at people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That mean certain things, that convey certain things and certain ideas that people have about certain things that don't necessarily accurately represent the things that they're talking about. So you're. Well, whenever you, because you're using kind of vague, vague words. No, I'm here. not. Okay, let, 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 just hear me out, guys. Like for, for the sake of uh, of those of a higher consciousness level, the effects of these, um, not ah, oh, see, the, the it's really hard to find the right words. I wanted to say substances, but that's just my preconditioned response to this society's like pushing vocabulary of their of vocabulary, kind, kind you know? of basic, yes, normal exactly. vocabulary. That's you know, like intestines. You had talked about intestines, right. and, I, and I don't think that that's an accurate description of the of the depth and the crevasse of the cavern of the of the internal being. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that isn't that such a more fluid way of saying the the inner soul of man that that just happens to be represented in this physical form when really it has so many depths and so many layers. Well, well I wasn't I wasn't so much referring Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, I wasn't so much referring to uh sort of the the spiritual insides as I was to the very physical easily seen you know uh, ah. easily proven insights yeah. that exist in a human yes. which would be the intestinal tract it wasn't meant to be spiritual i can see how you'd be limited um through that through that lens yeah, the, that focus the magical intestinal tract that is 20 feet tall okay. taller than the tallest basketball player you have you have a basketball player inside of you. This is the kind of stuff that Doctor London tries to convince people. Well, no, it's I, for one thing. I didn't say tall. It was long. Like you said it was twenty feet tall, taller than the tallest basketball player. You said Yao Ming ain't got nothing on this, or something like that. I don't remember. Probably twice. As yeah, tall. You, I don't remember exactly what you said, but it was it was along those lines. Okay, so and I'm sick of it. Okay, so so when you say you have these experiences that you sell, uh, how? I get how how is business? Uh, I again the the wording of business is slightly see again for the sake of you know the people that will listen to this I, I must reiterate that I, it is not it is it's its experiences mm-hmm. spiritual experiences of the mind of the body and of the soul and the, the trifecta the trinity of experience mm-hmm. and not a business I if people decide to gift me then that that is that is their choice but uh i really can't i can't i can't use that word here yeah, but it's like 50 bucks uh, i was gonna say so you accept you you I, have ooh, a certain sh- sh- I, well my not- my sister helped to move a couch in exchange for an experience okay and the the experience came in the form of a physical experience tablet no again a, tablet see it's super uh um, a, how about maybe more of an experience i like that yeah that felt good originally i wish we would have kept to it Doctor. I, I guess the, the 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 difficult part of that is that an experience is something that happens sort of uh mentally right yeah it does and so the um whenever you say that you're selling an experience what you're selling is a method by which it's not meth at all. See, I, I heard Don't that word. It triggered me. It really did say that it's an experience. I heard it.
whatever you describe it as an experience. Um, I just, just for the sake of, um, sort of being able to visualize it, uh, if someone hands this, uh, we'll call it experience to you Uh and you, you hold it in your hand, what does it look like? Like before you, I assume you, you swallow it, you ingest it. It, 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 um, it's the, it's hard to describe because once you're seeing through the eyes of the, the all knowing it, it changes shape and form. So who can say whether the first time experience of seeing it in through those eyes can be actually somehow validated through the secondary experience, which some actually prefer and call more real. And that secondary experience can be so subjective. Mm-hmm. So that first experience may just be the gateway and, to... And Dr. Ravenhole has talked a lot about this, about how, you know, like the, you know, you're holding your car keys, but, o- you know, only in this dimension are you holding your car keys. Maybe in another dimension you might be holding like... You know, because, like, realities are sort of layered on top of each other. So in one reality, you're holding your car keys, and in another reality, you might be holding, okay, like, a banana. It's... And so to say, what is this physical thing? But in this... Um, I mean, it's an experience in a physical form that is an experience. So, so can, can we say before you have the secondary experience, your for, for your primary, your first experience... What does that do? You, are you swallowing something? Are you lighting it on fire and then inhaling that? Oh no no! It looks like a pill and it has a smiley face on it. I is I, that I, what I, you were asking? Yes. Oh, what it looks like? Yeah, like that. And it's it's one single. Well, actually, I, I, I did bring a bag. I did bring. Well, and I saved bag for the sake of again, like don't don't don't. I need people to just not think of it as bag, but I I did bring one. Yeah. Let's. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's get on some of this. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm. I don't think that I can. Come on, Doc. Hold out your hand. I. I don't. Okay, for our listeners, I'm. I don't. Ex- excri- describe it visually. Okay. Yeah. Visually, he's right. It's a. Uh, it's sort of, um, I guess it's kind of like a Skittle or a, an M&M, except with the, the smiley face on it. Uh-huh. Um, uh, now, details are very important. The smiley face has many interpretations based on the subconscious reading of your own projection onto that smiley face. Now, tell me, what inflection of smile are you in this moment witnessing? Right. So this is the, what I would term as like the standard one. Like it's not an emoji kind of, or I guess it's like the sort of basic emoji of just it's two circles for the eyes, it's two black circles, mm-hmm. um, and then the 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 crescent sort of curve underneath. Um, Whoa, that's the kind of stuff you're seeing, man. Okay, well I haven't taken any. Nice. Okay, because you've taken four. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, this is I'm taking them. You right just now. You're okay. You're eating them like he's, a meal. He's got a snack pack. He actually, uh, we call it the snack pack. Mm-hmm. Do. Do most of your um, experience seekers uh, take that much? You know, it, 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 I think it has to do with tolerance, um, tolerance okay. to the real world. So oh. the more that they've been able to kind of like saturate themselves with a mm-hmm. sense of, um, I would say, I, 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 resistance to the fundamental... Um, for enforcement of this society's just kind of polluting 
corruption and they've been able to kind of like rise to the occasion, then they can snack. They can snack like a like a mofo, you know? And okay. they can they can fly on the wings of raven holes. I, I what would you concur? Yeah, I have probably like a hundred and fifty, two hundred like a night. Okay, so you've been out on this for a while? Yeah. For how like how long have you been how, how long have you known each other for one thing? <sighs> well, lifetimes, we met... lifetimes. Well, yeah, lifetimes. I was going to say we met three weeks at a Kroger, but what Ravenhole has kind of taught me and kind of opened up my um, chakra, as it is. And that's a limiting term, Cameron. Remember, the oh. chakras is what they, the children of you know men tend to call the spectrums of the you know rainbow. Absolutely. Um, so really, we've known each other for... Thirty-five thousand, forty-five thousand years, but three three weeks in and, in human terms. Yeah. And you met at a Kroger. Yeah. What were you um? Like anything in particular? Just going shopping for your groceries. Oh, you want you want my shopping list? Uh, yeah, I'm I bought just, eggs, Doctor London. I, I'm. I was. This just, is part of Doctor London's medical system trying to get all of the, it's this HIPAA stuff trying to get as much information as possible so we can share with all of his friends all my personal details. <laughs> Tell, don't tell me, Cameron, that you've done a DNA test. Well, uh, that wasn't Doctor London. Did force me to take a DNA test. He forced me oh when my... you you did sign the consent form. But we did. I, we haven't. I have good news. I have good news with the the amount of experiences that you've been consuming since we met. I mm-hmm. believe that at this point you do have new DNA. Wow, is that well? That's so awesome. you believe it? So have I, you? I believe it, and therefore he receives it. Okay, okay, because it is a concerning thing. If I receive DNA, it, I receive it. Yep. Am I receiving? Take it. it now? Take it. Yes. Okay. I receive it. If someone's DNA does change, that's sort of like you know the the Chernobyl. I receive it. Nuclear reaction. Okay. Uh, the oh, nuclear, like Chernobyl. Yes. Yes, like Chernobyl. Uh, that those sorts of. Uh, accidents can the radioactivity can cause changes to dna and that's um things like and you will have when you take one of these experiences there is a a high chance you will have an accident if that's what you're getting at i i wasn't but what kind of accident do you mean the same kind of accident we were talking about before with the intestinal tract and stuff oh so this is are okay hey now that i'm saying it some of these kids who are stopped up because of uh, Ravenhole's buddy beer, Hole Raven? They could probably use some of this, these experiences. No, no, because these are. I'll I'll give you a few of their numbers. Okay. These kids these yeah. days, they all got iPhones. Yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them. Mm. Got and you're talking about the five, yeah. six year old. Yeah. One of the five year old has like a Galaxy. Okay. I meant in terms of. He's got one of the folding. The numbers that you're gonna give. The Galaxy folds. Okay. Well, um, so, Doctor London Smith, mm-hmm. I noticed you were still holding your experience. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't really think that I want should, to. You should probably take it. it well, because this is. Do you want the the guys from the American Gastro Lagrangeful Society, American Society, to think you're cool? I. They're all. You think they're not taking this stuff? They're all taking this stuff. I don't think they. They're all taking this stuff. Could you tell me what what exactly is 
in it um, for. It's or, it's all organic. You wouldn't understand if I told you. I I feel like I. That's the most organic part about it. You couldn't wrap your mind around what it is. I, I kind tell of, me what's more organic than that? Something that you can't even think of. Let me tell you an experiential walkthrough of the ingredients. It's like a Christmas tree meets the summer beach of the Bahamas while also scaling the Alps okay, with well, a small penguin and accompanied llamas mm-hmm. I don't and know the th- Sahara Desert digging deep into the once fertile lands of prehistoric oceanic activity. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's exactly what uh what we're looking for and I so I don't think I'll take it just to but we can ask Cameron for it can his also it, it can also be inserted anally. I, I lots of things can be, but I don't know that that's that's wise. Are you too afraid? Honestly, yes. Baby. I'm going to text I'm going to text text doctor what's his face now. From the gastrophilosophical, the gastrophilosophical society, and I'm going to tell him right now that you're not even cool enough to hang. Um, doctor, have some experiences yourself, Doctor London Smith. To have like an actual real experience because you're so used to these fake experiences you always have at the doctor's office. All these I, fake people. I hate fake people. Well, it's not a. It's not that I'm a. It's because what you're... All these fakers coming in and being like, oh, Dr. London, my feet hurt or whatever. Since I'm professionally... And you're like, oh, yeah, this is great. But you're not talking about real stuff. When was the last time you talked about something real with one of your patients? Like, hey, man, maybe let's shelve your uh, stuff about your foot pain or whatever. And how are you doing? Well, that's usually What's my first on? question. My first question is usually uh, what we call what an open... What do you open... think about? Well, I don't usually ask that. Like, have you ever thought about, like, people were alive 10,000 years ago? Isn't that crazy? This is the kind of stuff you could be talking to your patients about if you weren't so focused on having non-experiences talking about foot pain. I would I would really like to see the version of Dr. London Smith after having experienced the experience. Agreed. I don't... Look, this is... We're in a, a professional environment. This is to educate... And to educate about things that we have clinical knowledge of, which have you had this tested by well, the I FDA? Tested, I, look at look at our friend here, my friend. FDA fakers, deniers, assholes. Okay, well I don't. Yeah, think about it. Well, so they put things through a. There's sort of a process to make sure that things are safe for humans to to take, and so. Oh, well, whether or not it's Doctor London approves it machine. Is that what it's called? Does Dr. London approve this? Well, let me just put this on a conveyor belt and see if Dr. London approves well, it's, of it. No, because it, it, like you were describing with the beer um, that you, that Which you made. Which is really good, by the way. And, but it, 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 it ta- apparently causes paralysis from the neck down from what you were describing. So the beer is really spicy, and I'm trying to tone that down a little bit because I do think it is maybe dangerously spicy as well as being dangerously cheesy. But, and it's a beer. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. So, because of reasons like that, that Raven a great Hull, example of Buddy Beer, Whole Raven, Whole Raven, you can get it through. Uh, like I said, just text me and I'll I'll send you a batch. Well, I don't think that it's really. Uh, 
I don't think I'm going to try it t- today just because it's not tested, uh, except for, I guess, on both of you. You've had your experiences, but I think professionally I probably shouldn't. That, that five-year-old just texted me because I, I told him like that you were unwilling to have an experience and he called you a pussy. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. He's so cool too. He won't let me like hang out with him, but he, I, I am allowed to have his number. He allows you. Um, yeah. May I? May I have my experience back? I, I, I if you're not going to partake. Yeah. I, I I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, not this. I don't like to take hallucinogens. That. <laughs> it's okay. I, I think I'm. I'll take one now. Same. Okay. Well, I guess, I guess that that's all the time we have for today, really. So thank so you, good. thank you to Cameron, uh, as always, for um, sort of keeping us in the know with with what people want to hear, um, and for bringing his uh, tens of thousands of years uh, friendship, um, or whatever you would call it, experience share, uh, Raven Hole. Um, and uh, thank you to Digital in the host. Don't oh yeah. Name while he's having an experience, man. I'm going. Want to see what I'm going down the hole. I'm going down the hole. Okay. Well, ah! um, so we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and end it there. Uh, ah! All right. And thank you to our listeners. Um, uh, this is Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Before you skip on ahead to your true crime podcast, we need to address something. We are now up to five listeners in total, but according to the listener stats. You are all uh, glue sniffers, uh, specifically Elmer's glue sticks. Uh, Now, we love our listeners, but it is kind of embarrassing that not only do you all sniff glue, but you sniff glue that does not actually give, uh, you know, a high or anything. Um, Not not that we would encourage that. Uh, So please tell your friends about the podcast so that we can stop making all of our marketing geared specifically towards the uh, very specific demographic of Elmer's glue stick sniffers. Um, also, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and follow us. We are at Jock Doc Podcast on social media and uh, also jockdocpodcast.com. Send that to your friends, relatives, and your enemies. Thanks. Mm-hmm.